Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, it's Steven Spector. Check out the Pray for the Push podcast, a podcast focused on sports gambling with the intent to win you money, but with the hopes of just breaking even. It's up on the 435 Podcast Network and download each episode now on the Radio.com app. Welcome into the Force to Punt podcast on the 435 Podcast Network. I am your host, Steve Serta. As always, I'm joined by Dusty Likens. I got in pretty well in fantasy yesterday. I'm nervous. You think Michael Gallup can get 18 and a half tonight? Yes. Crap. <laughs> That's where I'm at, man. Uh, That's all I'm at. I know you had 22 I mean, last time you played Dallas. But, yeah. Or uh, uh, Giants. Yeah, the Giants are bad. Oh, and boy. I think Michael Gallup is a good football player. So I think that he can do that. But, I mean, Michael Gallup slowed down quite a bit since that early season performance against them. Ah, just let Zeke eat all night. That's all I need. And, yeah, you know, I've got... Uh, I've got Zeke in one league. There you go. He's got Saquon oh, yeah. going against me, but I'm up by like 25. So oh, you're I, easy breezy. I'm, hope, I'm hoping that should be fine, uh, barring a catastrophic something with Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think I'll be good. I'm in bad shape next week. Bye. So, yes. Mm. Uh, next week, six teams on bye. It is the by far the most bye weeks that you will ever have to deal with any week during the NFL season. I've only got a couple more weeks of buys, but next week is by far the worst. By far. Um the names like DJ Chark, Cortland Sutton, uh the New England Patriots are on bye, the Philadelphia Eagles are on bye. A lot of good teams with yeah. very fantasy relevant players are on bye next week. Uh so luckily that opens up the waiver wire. Yes, luckily we there there are some guys that you can go add. There was a lot of injuries this week too that are going to come heavily into play in fantasy football. Um but I know there's some guys that you've been kind of throwing out there that you really wanted to focus on this week. Yeah, so, this is this is like the comeback week, right? Yes. Yeah, so so Kareem Hunt likely to be back with the Browns and Freddie right. Kitchens was actually asked about it in his press conference today. Uh, he and he said yes. Kareem Hunt's going to have a role. Yeah. In the offense, I don't know. I don't want to believe Freddie Kitchens right now, and I don't know. <laughs> I know a lot of you have probably been stashing Kareem Hunt all season long, or if you haven't, you should have gone out and got him last week, right? Uh, because everybody's going to be after him this week if he's still available on your waiver wire. And I think a lot of people did drop him. Like, he was coming out of drafts. He was, like, 100% owned across the board. Uh, But a lot of people did drop him because unless you've got a deep bench, it's kind of hard to hang on to a player for that long throughout throughout the season as your injuries start to pile up. Um, And I know Nick Chubb's been really good. Like, Nick Chubb has not done anything to lose work 
to Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubb has been a very good player for the Browns this season and an offense that's been a complete disaster. Baker Mayfield's out here looking like a homeless person. Uh, Odell's making incredible plays whenever he throws the ball to him, but Baker's just not throwing the ball to him. Like, I was looking it up today because I was trying to think of another season where there was, like, such high expectations, at least for an individual wide receiver, that were just absolutely awful, where he was just awful for an entire season because of his circumstances. Because generally we praise those guys who overcome those circumstances, right? Like, you know, like Julio Jones can overcome poor quarterback play and still be awesome when Matt Schaub is in the game. Yeah, like DeAndre Hopkins. Odell's usually been that guy. DeAndre Hopkins has usually been that guy. DeAndre Hopkins, I think it was in 2016, when he had Brock Osweiler as his quarterback and Tom Savage was his quarterback for half the season. He finished that season. It was the worst season of his career (laughs) since his outside of his rookie year. He was under a thousand yards. He only had like four touchdowns that year. He was a massive disappointment because he was a guy who was going in the first round. Yeah. And obviously it was a situation where it wasn't because DeAndre Hopkins wasn't performing when they were throwing the ball at him. They just weren't throwing him the ball. And that's what's going on with Odell. It's incredibly frustrating because Odell had, like three incredible catches yesterday. Yeah. And he wound up with an okay stat line to end the game, but it's because he was just out there making plays. Yeah, like, cause bigger. he's just sick of not getting the ball. So every time the ball came within 10 yards of him, he was like, I'm going to get that football. And yeah. he went and got it. He's what I think every Odell Beckham owner wants what's happening to Mike Evans owners. Yes. Like that's what Odell Evans, owners wants. Yeah. All of a sudden Mike <laughs> Evans had a couple bad weeks. And everybody was jumping off the oh, bandwagon. Yeah. Oh no. And now Mike Evans Mike Evans is is shutting out Chris Godwin now. It's like Jay and Godwin still had a good game. It's he still had nine targets, but it's like Jameis Winston finally found out that Mike Evans is six five, two hundred plus pounds yes. and is a grown ass man out in the and outside. And Chris Godwin's a very good player. He's but Chris fine. Chris Godwin, you know, still a still He's one of the five points best, a week. Still one of the five best fantasy yeah. wide receivers on the board. He's fine. But like Mike Evans headed into the season, like Chris Godwin was your sleeper, but no yeah. one was drafting Chris Godwin ahead of Mike Evans because no. Mike Evans is the more talented player, right? Yeah, and, and Godwin's targets are still there. He still had like six of nine for, I think it was like 60 plus yards and like five. He still had a good game at 13 and a half or something like that on ESPN's PPR full point. But like, yeah, I mean, I just, that's what you want to see out of Odell. But like, nothing scares me more than like seeing the life sucked out of Baker. Um, Freddie Kitchens not knowing what the hell to do. Their linebackers going AWOL on Twitter. And then Odell just saying, I don't know what else I have to do to get the ball. Like, it's visibly set on his lips. It it's sucks. a disaster. So I don't know that, yeah. You could ride it out if I you have no other option. I think that, you know, for the people out there that think, oh, Kareem Hunt was a product of Andy Reid's system. Mm. I've never been somebody that subscribed to that. Yeah. Um, the Browns' offensive line is bad. But Nick Chubb has still found success because Nick Chubb's a very talented player, and Kareem Hunt is that type of player. Like, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to take him a while to get back into this because he hasn't played since what, like week ten last year. Like, it's been almost a full calendar year right. since he has played football. But when we saw him play last season, he was in the conversation as one of the five best running backs in football, and he was granted he was a part of a historically great offense. Kareem Hunt. Like, Andy Reid's system doesn't make Kareem Hunt incredibly hard to tackle. Like, Kareem Hunt was on pace to classify himself as, like, the next Marshawn Lynch of the NFL because he's so difficult to bring down, and he'd just run through everybody. Like, so I think that he's an incredibly talented player, and I think that hopefully you're a team that you stashed him and you're in playoff contention. 
I don't know that I have faith that he's going to contribute right away or that I believe anything Freddie Kitchens has said. Yeah. Freddie Kitchens last week during his press conference was just like, yeah, you know, um, you know, play calling's tough. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and it's not like I ever really did that before uh, this season where, you know, I'm managing a whole team and calling plays and stuff. You right. know, last year I was just calling plays. Like, let somebody else do it then. Yeah, if I, you can't do it all, let somebody else do it. What are you doing? Yeah, I have a theory that at some point in this year he's going to get fired. And John Dorsey has no other door to open. Like, this is it for John. He put all his chips in the middle that he had. No, see, I don't think this is it for John. I do if he fails this bad because he went out and got Odell. He went and brought Kareem Hunt in. He drafted Baker Mayfield number one overall. And then all of a sudden you think about it to where the point is, it's like, okay, you've got one more coach, John. I think that's when you go try to fire all your chips at Lincoln Riley and you try to bring that relationship together. Because once they can get a coach that can, like, get on the same page as Baker and get that offense going, then it's different. This year's tough, and I own it because I was high on the Browns. But Dorsey didn't want Kitchens. Kitchens. Yeah, no. That was a Jimmy Haslam thing, as has been the problem in Cleveland for over a decade now, is Jimmy Haslam doesn't like being told what he needs to do. He likes making those decisions himself. And there was a lot of people in that office that were like, you know, Freddie's a good guy. Freddie's might be a talented offensive coordinator. Freddie shouldn't be the head coach. Yeah. And he got put in a situation where they didn't think Freddie would re-sign there as an offensive coordinator. They hire a new head coach. He's going to want to bring in his own staff. And yeah. so they were just like, fine, give Freddie the job. And Dorsey was not on board with that. So I think that, I mean, what, what might wind up happening is kind of what happened here in Kansas City to Dorsey is that, like, Dorsey, when you're dealing with somebody as – hard-headed as Jimmy Haslam, he might wind up just leaving anyways because I don't know if he's ever going to allow Dorsey to actually manage things the way he wants to manage things because Dorsey wants to have full control of sure. the organization. Yeah, it's a pissing And just contest. like, you know, with him and Andy, right. Andy's not Andy's going to come to you and say, I yeah. want this guy, go draft him. And Dorsey would be like, oh, that's not, I don't have that guy as high on my board. And like, and so they, they would get into it over yeah, It's that. the bucking of the skulls. Um, so yeah, it, yeah, I mean, Kareem Hunt, Yes, I'm excited for him to come back. I think he's a talented player. I think he's going to have a role, I hope. Um, but he's not a guy that I'm like, bleep, yeah, I got to put him in my yeah, lineup right now. Yeah, it smells 40% of the offensive snaps type of day, like five to nine targets types of things, maybe a handoff, but nothing like over the top. If it does happen and I'm wrong, I don't know, but it's Cleveland, so I don't trust it. Uh, somebody else that it's possible that they're available in your league. Uh, it's kind of unlikely, two wide receivers. <laughs> Josh Gordon, A.J. Green, both still highly owned. A lot of people did hang on to A.J. Green because they, you know, with the injury, he fell in a lot of drafts. You were able to get him at a spot where it made sense and it was cost-effective to your fantasy drafts. I have him in more than one league, and I held on to him all all year. The Bengals have been saying this for a while now, like right. after the bye, after the bye. And A.J. Green has been saying – I'm ready to go. I'm getting back into practice. I'm ready to go. We wouldn't be 0-8. We wouldn't be the worst team in football if I was playing. I think A.J. Green's ready to go into your lineup right now. Yeah. Um, I'm ready I'm ready to insert. Backup quarterback doesn't scare you at all in the slightest? I mean, it does. Yeah. Sure. No connection. Sure. Sure. No that, chemistry. That, that is a sign that <laughs> maybe he okay, gets may, maybe the Bengals. Maybe the Bengals front office is leaning into this thing a little bit more, and they're like, yeah. well, we got a chance at the number one pick in the draft. And so maybe they're leaning into that a little bit harder by benching Andy Dalton, and I think the whole thing with Andy Dalton was stupid. 
I don't think he should have been benched. I don't think that on his birthday I, I, I too. That, I think that Andy Dalton's a serviceable quarterback the way Kirk Cousins is a serviceable quarterback. Yeah, Kirk fair. might be a little bit better. He's got better targets. But Andy when Andy when everything is right around Andy, Andy can be a successful guy. Sure. And I still think I still believe in the talent of AJ Green. I, I you know, I don't know if he's one of the 12 best wide receivers in the NFL anymore. I still think yeah. that his talent is there. He's older now, but he's not like so old that I'm afraid to play him weekly in my lineup. Yeah, and and the, I think that he is going to, because he, he's done that organization some favors too, by not yeah. being vocal, not demanding things from them, and by saying, I'm fine staying here. Yeah, Just give me a contract. Don't try to franchise me. I'm cool with finishing my career here and being a lifelong Cincinnati Bengal. Like, you get that guy the football. Yeah. You get that guy. You get that guy on the field, and you get him worked into the offense right away. Yeah, and he's already going to know the playbook, so it's not like anything changes for him. It's just the connection with him and the quarterback. But yeah, he's a what six five, six yeah. six giant. And, I mean, great this hands, is a week. This is a week it. where you're going to have to take some swings too, because yeah. you've got so many bye weeks. You might be in bad shape, like I am in a league where I have DJ Chark and Cortland Sutton both on bye, and oh they've my. both been. They've both been highly productive fantasy football wide receivers. But over your record's fine to take an out if you have to take a yeah, loss. Yeah, I week. mean, if I win tonight, assuming uh, you know Zeke holds it together and right. Saquon doesn't just have the greatest fantasy performance of all time, I'll be seven and two in that league. Oh yeah, you're good. And so I'll, I'll be in an okay spot. But like you, you know, you've got one. Cortland Sutton on by, DeAndre Hopkins on by, uh, DJ Chark on by. Julian Edelman on by, Alshon Jeffrey on by, Sanu's on uh, by, yeah, Sanu on by, Scary Terry's on by. Like th- those are all productive hey. fantasy players that you're probably playing on a weekly basis. Yeah, and so you're gonna have to take some chances here. Now, see, so I've got the willingness to just put AJ Green into my lineup and hope everything goes well and he gets cleared. Right. Uh, you know, by Wednesday or whatever they they just announce. AJ's healthy. AJ's going to play this yeah. week. I'm not quite willing to do that with Josh Gordon, but in the right situation, I probably just would take a chance on it. I would, especially with Russ. I mean, it's clear what they're doing in Seattle. They're just letting that man sling it. And uh, in that offense, I can only see it getting any like more potent. And if Josh Gordon's going to go anywhere and be productive, if he can be productive anywhere, it'd be there because – the only thing that is kind of scary is it's pretty clear that like DK Metcalf is like proving all the haters wrong because I remember going into the draft, everybody was like, oh, he's got great speed. He's got a great body. He's got, you know, all these talents, but no one really believes that he can be this good. So Seattle's got a pretty good, comfortable uh, repertoire, it looks like, in there. It looks like they got the Carson handoff thing going on with uh, with him in the backfield. It looks like Lockett and, and Metcalf are their two own little connections with Russell Wilson. So Josh Gordon, maybe not as high up on the list as A.J. Green because A.J. Green's just going to be a target like, Hoarder, they're going to give him. They're yeah. going to throw him the ball probably once every three downs. Yeah, I, I don't. So DK Metcalf, I think has been better than they ever could have imagined he was going to oh, be insane. in his rookie season. Yesterday, he's been that. absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Tyler Lockett's been incredible again. Um, and Russ was amazing yesterday, throwing for five touchdowns, uh, cementing. I, in my mind, cementing his status as the front runner for the MVP. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think I, I, I would put it right now. I would put it Russ, CMC, and then Lamar Jackson. I Over think would Deshaun? be would be my three. Yes, because yeah. Deshaun, Deshaun's. I think his his. I mean, sputtered. I have that. Yeah, Deshaun sputtered. Like he didn't have Deshaun didn't have an amazing game against Jacksonville. He had some amazing plays. Right, but they've sputtered a little bit, and they've got a couple bad losses. I know. I know the Ravens do too. Right. 
Um, but I, but I the just Ravens think have a that, better one win than anybody else. Yes, and the Ravens, I think the Ravens are really starting to put it all together. And I think they did win that game against the Patriots solely because of who their quarterback was. He yes. was just the best player on the field. Yeah, and that, you know, you can read into that game a lot. And yeah. I, I don't think that all of a sudden there's this game plan to beat the Patriots from that game because no other team is like the Baltimore Ravens. No other quarterback is like Lamar Jackson, and you can't, reproduce that in practice and you can't game plan for it and I think they had a really really good game plan they have a really really good offensive line that knows exactly what they want to do and exactly how they want to beat teams and I think that Ravens defense as I've talked about is one of the best secondaries in the NFL now in my opinion after the trades they made and they just got Jimmy Smith back I think we're seeing I think the second half of the season we're going to see a completely different Ravens defense yeah that's going to impact a lot of that uh, we got to kind of hurry through some of these because we're getting pushed out of the studio. What for? Uh, some other things. We're limited. We're limited <laughs> on recording space. Apparently, ah, um, they have it reserved. On so, the door. so Josh Gordon, I think, Do I think it. you can play him. I think you can take a chance on him, assuming that he's available. Yeah. Um, but I think there's better options that you could potentially pick up on the waiver wire if they're available in your league. Yeah. Um, Nick Foles likely going to be back after the bye. We got to kind of wait and see on that. Gardner Minshew didn't do himself BDA. any favors yesterday in London. Uh, you know, he had four had, turnovers. Then he had the drive. best game of his career last and week, and then the, one of the worst games of his career in London. So, I think Gardner Minshew is a talented player, and he might have a chance to be a starter for that team. Uh, but he's still a rookie, and so he's going to have up and down performances like that. And they're and paying Nick Foles a lot might, of money. Yeah, and Jacksonville <laughs> might say, "Well, Foles is the veteran. We're paying him a ton of money. Yeah. If we've got a chance at potentially making a wild card, we, right. we're just going to run with Foles." So I, I don't think that Nick Foles might be a speculative ad uh, this week if if you if you don't have a big name quarterback on by with all the buys this week, but maybe next week Nick Foles might be a guy. You, you potentially consider, but he's not somebody I'm actively pursuing. Um, so there's also some pretty big injuries that came out of yesterday. Um, Hawkinson, another concussion, answers my question. Oh, ugh, yeah. ugh. two yeah. in like what seven weeks? Yeah, he's probably he might not play again this season. Um, Deshaun Jackson's likely done for the season. They announced today that he's going to have surgery on a core muscle. Same injury he'd been battling since week two of the NFL season. He tried to play through it yesterday, left the game injured. Uh, Le'Veon Bell uh, has a, has to have an MRI on his knee. Uh, yeah. They're afraid that it could be potentially serious. Ty Montgomery is only 7% owned right now in fantasy leagues. Yeah. Is a guy that... If news breaks before the end of the week that Le'Veon Bell is going to miss any significant time at all, Ty Montgomery is the only guy they really have behind him. Ty Montgomery needs to be added in all leagues immediately, even on the worst team. Yeah, I went heavy on Sam Darnold, and it's blowing up in my face. I don't want to talk about it. Um, Trey Edmonds is a guy who looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jalen Samuels, James Connors hurt. We don't know if he's going to miss multiple weeks. And they're passing uh, those Benny guys. Snell is definitely going to miss multiple weeks. Trey Edmonds had a nice game. Uh, Jalen Samuels still had a pretty good game, too. They both found a way to be productive. Um, Caught a lot of passes. But, uh, yeah, Trey Edmonds was catching passes. Uh because Mason Rudolph was just checking down the entire yeah, game, whole game, and you're going to see so, a lot of that. Yeah, and so and I expect more of that to happen. This is that was a tough matchup for them. The Colts, 
Uh, the Colts' pass defense has been pretty good all year, so I, yeah. I didn't expect their pass defense. I didn't start Deontay Johnson in any leagues or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but Brissett going down kind of um, messes your whole game plan up, so that's kind of a tough yeah, one. Yeah, and, and Jacoby Brissett, uh, they said that they're hoping that they manage to avoid the worst with him, but they think it's some type of MCL sprain. They're supposed yeah. to know more today. I uh, haven't heard the MRI results, but he wa- might wind up missing time. They said it's a uh, week-to-week thing. Time this just thing. came down. Dolphins running back Mark Walton suspended four games for violating Ooh. the NFL's policy for substance abuse. The we got him. And so that's another running back you probably picked up on waivers in the last couple of weeks, and maybe if you were in a bind, we're starting. Um, he got him with suspended for four games. I don't know who the hell is in that backfield, to be completely honest. I'm sure you can find them in any league possible. Um, Zach Pascal, Paris Campbell, broke some bones in his hand yesterday. He's going to miss some time. And Zach Pascal, without T.Y. Hilton, has been the guy. Uh, He had another nice game yesterday. He's been Jacoby Brissett's go-to guy outside of T.Y. Hilton. Uh, Even with Brian Hoyer as a quarterback, he was getting looks. I think Zach Pascal... For uh, someone who's in my situation, like with DJ Chark and Cortland Sutton on by, yeah. I think I'm going to go add Zach Pascal and play him because I think he, he, he's he been productive. Uh, another guy for the Miami Dolphins, Devontae Parker. Yeah. Preston Williams tore his ACL, unfortunately, after the best game tore of his career. I know, it broke my heart. He was amazing. Just start, finally starting to find a groove as a very talented rookie wide receiver with Ryan Fitzpatrick as his quarterback. And, of course, yep. he gets injured. Uh, another blow to the Miami Dolphins, who got their first win of the season against the Jets. Oh, my. Still so frustrating. Adam Gase, baby. Um, but Devontae Parker has been pretty productive this season, and he's been pretty productive with Ryan Fitzpatrick as the quarterback. I think Devontae Parker, he's literally, it's it's him and Albert Wilson now. A-dub. So I think Devontae Parker is a guy that you can go out and add. Uh, Keelan Cole had a pretty nice game. Uh, he's on by, so he's not going to help you this week. And I'm not really looking to add Keelan Cole, but he has been. It's been kind of a, a crapshoot between him or Chris Conley when D.D. Westbrook's out of the game. If D.D. Westbrook comes back after the bye, I think Keelan Cole loses all value. So you trust Fitz Magic out there with uh, Devontae Parker. Yeah, I right. mean, because because at least at least I know about Fitzmagic. No, he gonna, always finds a guy. He, he's gonna sling it. Yeah, and he, he always finds his favorite. Yeah. and He gets it to. Yeah, him, he's so. gonna sling it. So I, I know at least I know that about him. Um, right. Jacob Hollister, tight end for the Seattle Seahawks, got two touchdowns yesterday. It's the second week in a row. You know, Will Disley went down after he was having a breakout year. It's the First second week in a row. This guy Jacob Hollister has been pretty productive for the Seattle Seahawks. So he might be a guy that you that you seriously consider adding. Um, you know, my guy Chris Herndon did absolutely nothing. Uh, although he he did play, I assume. I haven't looked at his snap counts. I don't know if they were severely limited, but Ryan Griffin caught another touchdown, but then it was overturned on replay. Um, so Jacob Hollister might be for a tight end needy team. He might be somebody that you take a serious look at. Yeah, And Russ Wilson likes those tight ends, man. Will Disley, thanks to yes. Russell Wilson. So... Any other big takeaways that you felt like you came away with from week nine of NFL action? I mean, just the, the fact that we nailed it with the game of the week being the Seahawks and the Bucks. I mean, I knew that was going to be a high-powered game. I'm glad that we nailed that one. Um, I'm kind of buying in on Damian Williams. Don't hate me. I don't I'm know what saying, it is. I'm I just think he's got swag. Away. I mean, Damian Williams, got, Damian Williams got all the That's touches it. that mattered. Yeah, He broke off the big one. Um, 
So I, I guess I'm just so, going, so going it. forward, you can stop asking me every week if <laughs> yeah. you should start one of them. I guess start Damian Williams. Yep. I think Lashawn McCoy's banged up He's too. Done. I still don't want anything to do with him. Like because outside that 91 yard touchdown run, great. But outside of that, he still would have wound up with another like 20 to 30 yard game, averaging two yards yeah. per carry. And that Tyreek's so, just a freak too. So I mean, yeah, yeah. those are my and two you takeaways. Should be, you should be starting Tyreek Hill anyways because yeah. Tyreek Hill. Is an absolute monster, and we already knew that, and I had already right. told you that. So right. fair enough. And the check fact: Jameis Winston finally found out that Mike Evans is a damn man. Yes. That's all I needed. Yes, just, just finally found Mike out that Evans Mike Evans is absolutely could do it. incredible. Baker Mayfield's terrible, and the Browns suck. All right, so well, there you go. It's a quick episode. Thank you guys for listening to the Force to Pump podcast. Please download the Radio.com app, and we will be back later this week. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.